so first of all, Brian, um, thank you very much for your introduction and all, more importantly, thank you for your efforts in the company. For those of you that don't know Brian, you know, Brian was a founder of this company. Um, when David and I originally thought about putting this company together, um, I called Brian and said, Brian, you know, we have, we have an old, a, a previous company that we disbanded. We all moved around to the States, et cetera, sold the first business and uh, to private equity. And then we went on our merry way. And I said, you know, Brian, there's alumni networks and people that still meet and have parties. And I said, you know, we're so young. Why don't we start the band back up again? And so that was my first comment. Um, and as you said appropriately in your introduction, I never really thought of diversity and inclusion being something that we marketed, to be very honest with you, Brian. I mean, you know, there are companies that have done extremely well by promoting their minority background. So, you know, I'm kind of proud that we've just done it because we've done it. Um, but what's really come to the fore is, you know, with all the things that have come up in the last couple of years, it's become a really big topic. And it was funny when you and I took a look back, we made determinations to go into locations where we even were told by government officials that you might want to go to the suburbs. That's right. right? So um, we've always thought of it. And I, you know, if you want me to explain my own view on diversity and inclusion, it really comes from my own background. Um, my parents were immigrants, um, you know, in those days to Canada. And in those days, um, you know, uh, my father, uh, you know, it was a very Anglo-Saxon society and my father being Jewish, um, it was a different time. And I saw some of those things too, Brian, um, and, and Muyadeen, I saw those things in my own way. I was many times ostracized or held outside because I was a Jew. It wasn't very long ago in this incredible country, Canada, that there were golf clubs where Jews couldn't play. It wasn't long ago. So I sort of always had a chip on my shoulder and I was raised that way. That's part personality and part that, you know, my way of saying, I'm gonna change things. And so, you know, and as it applies to you, it never really occurred to me that, you know, you and I were, you're colorblind to me. But, you know, the one thing was when we started to really dig into this diversity and inclusion, the first thing that Alex said to us, he's out of Cleveland, is when Brian walked in the room, people knew there was no glass ceiling. And I've told Brian this, you know, Lately, Brian is an executive. He's just a top executive. I don't care. W colorless. But the fact of the matter is Canada is an incredible country and they don't, they don't, um, how do I say this, but they, they don't distinguish what your color. It's really become, you know, you walk around our centers and to say we're 80 or 90% diversified is an understatement. Um, and that's just the beauty of Canada and their immigration policy. But um, you, but on on you, you know, on you, you know, being an executive in the United States, it is it's in the minority. It's very small, and that there has been glass ceilings, but not in this company. We won't tolerate. And you're very powerful uh, executive. 
Muyadin, love you dearly. Uh, Muyadin and I started our relationship um, over social media. He's very involved in social media. We're in the customer, did the digital customer, digital customer care and sales business. Anyone that's in the digital should be on social media. And you and I developed a friendship. I'm in California, three, 4,000 miles away. Anyhow, show them your watch. So Muyadin was awarded the Employee of the Year Award. He thinks like a partner. He is amazing with people. And what's really unique about him is um, that his, his, really, his comprehension of, of, of different cultures. He's a really international guy. So anyways, I'm really honored to be part of this group. And I'm honored that our company has been been recognized for diversity and inclusion, Brian. And we did it without design. We didn't do it because it was a pressure. Listen, I'm reading a book, Bratopia, B-R-O-topia, a book about women and the lack of representation in Silicon Valley, many of the companies we look up to, and it's frankly disgusting. And, you know, um, you know, 50% of graduates, 51% are women and about five or 6% of them are working in Silicon Valley in a balance, it's just imbalance. So, so we've been doing these things for a long time and we're not perfect and we wanna get better. I think that's what you're doing in you know, articulating it. And you know, as much as I wanna use this as a, as, as a weapon for sales, I think it's more important that we use it as a weapon for attracting the best people. And I'd like to turn it over to you guys and let's talk about that, right? All about people. Yeah, so so Muyadin, you know, um, Muyadin, as I mentioned before, was uh, is a partner and uh, a member of our diversity and inclusion team. And Muyadin, if you could just talk a little bit about, you know, what that means being part of that committee, some of the things that we're doing uh, to highlight our diversity within the organization. And also to, you know, um, really bring home the uh, diverse culture and inclusive culture that we have. And by the way, before I turn it over to Muhyiddin, I would say this, we're certainly not perfect at this and we're learning and we're going to continue to learn and develop and we're going to make this better. And, you know, the end result of that, as Dan mentioned, is to support and foster our current employees and to attract uh, new employees and to really make sure that our environment, our policies, um, and the, the way we do and conduct our business is uh, very much representative of what we're trying to achieve, which is, you know, complete diversity and inclusion. So, Muhyiddin, why don't you give everyone a little bit of background and some comments on, on how you feel about the the DNI uh, program. Absolutely, thank you so much, Brian, and thank you so much, Dan. I am honored and highly privileged to have gotten this opportunity to sit in front of my peers and to welcome those who have not seen what I saw. I have always said to myself that you are very privileged and you are very lucky to have come to this environment as. I will quote Mr. Moore. Alex actually said, yes, the first time when he met Brian Cato, there was no ceiling. 
for some of us, it was the first time coming to a call center. Who, I didn't even know I would stay long. The plan was for a little bit of time, then move on with life until one day in the elevator, a tall upstanding gentleman who looked like a family member, didn't introduce himself with his position, just said simply, hello, how are you? How are you enjoying working here? How can we help you? And of course, you know, you work in many companies, when you hear the president, the CEO, or any partner is in town, people tend to change. Things will get cleaned up and everything, but I was speaking to somebody who would influence my career path, and I didn't know, but all I knew was, I admired this tall gentleman, how he spoke, elocution, presentation, everything. And towards the end, I said, my name is Muhyiddin, my good sir. What is your name? Brian Cato. And I went into my floor. I was working for a certain campaign at that point in time. And I said, I just met Brian Cato. Everybody's face flushed. What, what happened? What, what, what did you see? Like, how was he? And I'm like, no, he was perfect gentleman as always. Said hello, wished me a good day at work and offered his support. That was the inclination of where I am. That number one, I can look up to people. Now, not only do you find that situation, you come in and myself personally, I'm from Tanzania, East Africa, for those who don't know. Now you come onto the floor and the good person who receives you and now is teaching you how to do your sales, how to do your job is from a very new country. Well, for other people, for some, India. Very closest friends of mine, my country has had very good relations. So I've known them for years. My good people from the Middle East, from the subcontinent and all over the world. And brotherhood and sisterhood existed everywhere. People were willing to help you. They wanted to see you succeed. So for me, it actually challenged me and said, how are you going to continue this? How will you do this for the next person? Okay, we did it small scale where we participated very, Scattered here and there, we'd hold events. I've taken many pictures with Dan. Dan has always, we haven't even got to Dan and how he solidified that there is no glass ceiling, but he participates, comes in, takes pictures with associates, treats them as he would like to be treated, knows them by first name. One thing about our executives in SB Data, you will be shocked that somebody who doesn't know you might come and say, hello, Muhyiddin, how are you? And, okay, that, that's you know, nice to see you. And people tell you, oh, that's so-and-so, because that makes you feel welcomed. And diversity is making everybody feel welcome. I have an accent. Now, of course, through time, we read books. Some of us watch a little bit of TV. The accent might be disappearing a little bit, but there are some who have it heavier. And they come, they sit secluded. They don't want to talk. I'm new in Canada. I'm afraid nobody understands me. Yesterday, I had a coaching session, and one of my dear associates said, I had to slow down because they don't understand my English. Now, the key word there is slow down. When you tell somebody to slow down, you're focusing on the negative, but also understanding that, hey, it's a learning process, it's a learning curve. So let's alter the words. Let's say you're pacing yourself today. Let's say you're looking for the right pace to communicate. Now, when you come to pace, that was what was given to me by every executive in S&P data. They paced with me, they communicated with me. I felt like I belonged and I gave like I belonged. And when that worked with me, I said, you know what? Let me start giving back to the people. Let's share together. Let's talk about all the stories. Where are you from? What makes where you're from special? And let's appreciate you. Let's appreciate what you're bringing. Let's celebrate your religion. It's Eid. Everybody come and eat. It's Diwali. Everybody come and enjoy. Let's celebrate. Let's take pictures. Feel like you belong because for many, 
this is far from home and it's not a bus ride away. It's a plane ride away. So even if you wanted to go home, it will take you a while. You don't want to be sad. So feel like you're at home. We will treat you like you're at home. And that brings me to Dan, who basically showed me characters in myself that I didn't even knew existed. Yes, we post on social media. Most of us are on Instagram, Facebook. But then after Dan tells you, I like that post. Okay, what did I post? Okay, so it, I, I was posting it as a joke, but somebody else got another impact from it. I heard something very funny the other day, which actually said, and I, I like designer, but somebody said, if I give you a Chanel necklace and you choke on it, that's not, that's your problem, not mine. So receiving something, how do I receive it? And how will I pass it to people? So that good morning, it has to come with love. That yes, how can I help you? It has to come with love. And reminding people that the love you felt back home, where you could feel comfortable talking to everybody, we want you to feel it here. And with that, we are working on bringing everybody together so we can make this a big, happy family because family is diverse. For those who have siblings, you know, you cannot all be the same, same mother and father, but as long as there's diversity in the family, guess what? This is SNP data. We will acknowledge and appreciate, accept your diversity and work with you. Let's see what you have for us. We'd love to learn from you. Wait, Dan, I love that, by the way, Brian, I think that what I love about the company is the diversity makes it so interesting. So many different people. I learn from you every time I talk. And Brian, obviously, you know, Brian's more of a American Canadian. But we talk, we we have a personal relationship. I've always felt blessed, by the way, that you get. It's such a diverse environment. It's a wonderful place to meet friends. And, you know, Brian and I have some of our clients that we talk to. We've been going on for what, a decade, Brian, that way. It's a friends, you know, we're serious and we're, when we're between the lines, we're serious and we're professional. But when we're not, you know, we're having fun at each other. It's just incredible. The diversity of people that you meet, you can find anyone for yourself interest. You know, one of the things, you know, uh, Brian, that, that really makes me think of it and, and Muyadeen, there are, Muyadeen was running a coaching session just at the earliest of COVID. And I remember, you know, he's a very powerful personality as anyone can see. And I was very proud to see how many people said, I miss you Muyadeen, I miss being in there. And, you know, we've read data and statistics. I always tell people, be careful what you're reading, always look at the source. So, you know, I read one of the, the virtual uh, conference services come up, you know, they, they published that 90% of people want to stay home after we go to the new normal. And I said, well, you got to look at the research. I can find you someone that could produce it, but it is a certain segment want to stay home and, and, and meet in that's great, especially if you're married and you got young kids, but if you're single or you, you miss, so you're, you're an extrovert, it's a great environment, right? People do miss. And I, I think these are the things that I, I'm really looking forward to the new normal prime. You know, that, you know, you can, you want to stay home and work. We're allowed to, our clients are allowing us to stay home. You don't want to fight traffic. I understand that, but you want to come in and see, see, see your brothers and sisters. What no better place. So I'll turn it over to you, Brian. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. And you know, it's, um, it's quite interesting. Some of the learnings that we've taken away from 
introducing a sort of formalized uh, diversity and inclusion uh, program. I mean, who would have thought that S&P data had, beyond its diversity of culture, um, such fantastic artists? And we're so proud of it that we've launched our virtual S&P data art gallery. And we're displaying the artwork of our employees. And I got to tell you, it's pretty, pretty cool. And, you know, people are, are, are our other employees are really loving it. And, you know, we're going to continue to do those things to make sure that we're inclusive of everyone and we're trying to take everyone's abilities and, and, uh, and skill sets uh, into play. So, so, Brian, by the way, you raise an interesting topic. Um, you know, we don't always get to know people intimately like we'd like to and understand what their real interest is, right? But, you know, they say that, you know, digital customer service and a customer care rep is an incredible training ground for the future. It's one of the top 10 positions to have. But having said that, in the early days of our industry, Brian, you remember this, the people that we would try to recruit, you won't believe this, were, were actors and actresses because they were very sympathetic. They were acting out the piece. They were just, they had a, you know, they had a great way of being orators. And it's just interesting that, you know, you've discovered kind of this other condition, which is you've got all these artists. This is a great job. Some of the most senior people started in the context. I mean, it, you know, you learn how to sell, you learn how to service and, and talk to people in great volumes, right? I think it's an incredible opportunity and, you know, makes me very proud, Brian, our network and that people go on to bigger and better things. But that's really, I think that's not coincidental that you mentioned the art, the artwork and stuff, but you, you have so much opportunity of diversity in this industry. And, and, you know, I don't, I, I think we should all be pretty proud. The key is though, to get it up to the management office, right, Brian? Right, exactly. And, you know, I just want, I mean, we're going to wrap this up, but, you know, I will, I would end by saying, you know, diversity and inclusion and the power of it uh, really starts from the top. And this company is very fortunate to have Dan um, leading the charge on that and showing that, you know, there really is no glass ceiling and you have uh, no two better examples of that sitting here with him today <laughs> um and and you know with our uh women in leadership and being almost half our organization is a, just another great example hey brian if i could say the last word on this so a yeah, couple yeah. things to both you guys on the women in leadership that's also something near and dear to my heart um and we'll talk about that in a separate segment but it's important to me but as it applies to you and and and, you know, Brian, there was an unspoken policy here in years. And when no one was looking to hire specifically, um, you know, black people, Brian went out of his way to find talent. We've had a number of really successful people that have gone to huge careers that started under Brian. And I always knew that. And like you said, it's enable. I love that you did that. You know, and, 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 you know, these people turned out to be highly successful. If I may add on to something right there, 
With that, ladies and gentlemen, we want you all to showcase yourselves. Let us know who you are. We have all these channels, participate with us. We have our diversity and inclusion team on MS Teams over there, as Brian just said right now, we launched our art gallery, beautiful. And it's simple art. You don't need to be out there drawing on canvases, even if you do it on digital, you do it on a piece of paper, take a picture, send it to us. Some of us are chefs, we like cooking. When people eat, we get happy. Send us our recipes, we'll do something for you. We are here for everybody. Africans, we love you. Middle Easterns, we love you. Asians, we love you. Our Eurocentric people, we love you. We love the whole world. We wanna know from you, we have been accepted, we've been loved, we want to love you back. So please join us, participate with us because there's many good things coming your way. We will not let you guys sit down in 2021. We are recovering, we are ready. Diversity and inclusion, join us, please. Thank you, Muradine. Awesome. And just to quickly expand on Muradine's comment, we are launching a, uh, under the diversity and inclusion uh, umbrella, a recipe book. And we have received recipes from our employees from all over the world. So we're really excited. And we'll be sharing that on our social media sites and where everybody can, can see and, and start to, uh, start to use some of those recipes. So we're really excited about that. So, you know, we didn't know we had that many great cooks either. So it's fantastic to have learned. So anyway, thank you, um, thank you everyone uh, for joining us on Truth and Share. We look forward to our next episode. Hopefully you can join. And I do want to say thank you for all of those, for all of you who have already, you know, sort of followed us through this uh, journey uh, on this Truth truth and share uh platform and uh uh hopefully we you can continue to listen and uh and listen to some of the things that we're dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis so thank you appreciate it dan thanks, i don't guys. know if you wanna... appreciate your time okay thanks thanks, thanks everyone now.